Welcome into the Sports Insanity Podcast. Let's go completely insane, peeps! What is going on? Danny Boy Reginald here back for you for another great edition of the Sports Danny Podcast on the Sports Danny Network, the tail end of game nine. We're in the top of the eighth, everybody. Thanks for joining us once again. The original trio is back again. Patchman, Hell yeah. On. Hell yeah, man. You know what's going on, people? Patchman here. Here for a fun night. You know, we're at the tail end of the game nine. We're getting ready for double digits in the games. Yeah. Who would have thought it? You know, well, well, you know, we probably could be like the 20th game right now if we didn't take mm-hmm. game one till like the 32nd yeah, inning. I, I, I yeah, know. we be here. We, we milked that like an online um, MLB the show game or like MLB <laughs> 2K or like one of those. Or if you if you guys want to go really old school, Slugfest Baseball. For all, the, <laughs> for all the retro kids out there that still are adults the now. The yeah. retro kids out there, if you remember MLB Slugfest. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it, but we're here for a great time. Bill Murphy, you can take it away finally. What's going on, folks? Bill Corpus Crispy Murphy here. And, and oh no. Wow. It's the original tonight. Oh, uh, Bill. No. B- Billy Ball. Billy Ball. Awkward silence. Teardrop. Uh, Bill, dear, dear your, your uh, internet is a little crappy right now. I know. <laughs> in, in the words of one of my former bosses, it is caca right now. Yeah, so you know what? I'm going to do my best to pull through the show with my shitty internet. Yeah, and believe me, you're absolved, Bill. We forgive you. All right? I'm going to apologize for Toussante. I'm forgiven. We have moved around. We go Latin here, boys. You can't forgive yourself. You you got some. You need you need somebody else to give you that prayer to forgive you to, to, to forgive you. <laughs> okay, you I might have to go to confession after the show, don't I? All right, that's up to you. <laughs> You'd love to be a fly on the wall during that, wouldn't you, Patch? What a whatever keeps the boat afloat. Okay. Okay. Uh, so uh, the NFL preseason is here. We'll talk about it in a second. Yankees still struggling. Uh, it's gotten to a point, Bill. Uh, Ross the Caddy Mason sent me a meme. You know that those those memes where you have the guy walking down the street with a girl, he turns around and see another girl. And yes, I know that meme yeah. very well. So it's one where the guy who's right beside the girl, he's Yankees, and the one he's looking at is Mets. So <laughs> it's gotten really bad. It's if those memes are coming out, then it's getting bad, folks. Yeah, and obviously the Met fan has every right to brag because they're on a massive roll right now. It is fantastic times if you are a fan of the orange and blue in the great borough of Queens. So um actually, I don't know if this is unfortunate or fortunate. Fortunately, slash unfortunately, our resident Met fan is not here tonight. Yeah, no, yeah, he'll he'll be back later this week. Um, it, it, it's in both camps, fortunately, because we don't have to hear him rub it into our face. And unfortunately, right. because we like him. 
So <laughs> it's a mixed bag. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's still me here that can give you the ribbon that if you guys still want it. <laughs> but you know, well, we could just remind you how bad the Nats are. So you see, 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 you can say that, and yes, yeah. my see you you can say my team is struggling, but you know what? With the amount of talent you guys have, you shouldn't be doing this right now. Yeah, I mean, I 100 agree. Though I will. I know, say- Patchy, you're not wrong. <laughs> you are not wrong, Patch man. Ah. Uh, Though I, good to be right. I will say though, Patch, Kaba, Joey, Manessis. He's like 30 and he's hitting bombs in his what is so-called rookie year. Hey, so Luke you, Voigt doing good too for us. Yeah, you you gotta be you gotta be happy with huh? some of the things going on in DC. Like and hey, not, CJ Abrams is coming up too. Mm-hmm. He got the yeah. call. Yeah, so you know, look at it, it, new times for the nationals. I hope they turn around. Next year's probably a bit too much to ask, but definitely by 2024, they should be a way better team than they are right now. Hey, listen, Learner Family. Up right now. Hey, listen, Learner Family, Mike Rizzo, there's a certain free agent coming up out of New York. You know, hey, break the piggy bank a little bit. And no, no, no. Ne- never say never. No one thought Max Scherzer would go there. We will, the we will handcuff him to the judges' chambers. We and our verdict is guilty. Time- <laughs> we will see once that time rolls around. But there's some other news, I think, going on that we can pertain to. We can bash the Yankees later if we want. Fine. NFL preseason, you know, Danny alluded to. Well, we'll get it out of the way. The major news story coming out of the NFL with the NFL preseason. Season and Danny boy can relieve a side of relief. I think a little bit with Mr. Zach Wilson because knock on wood, he got very lucky. Why are you making these stupid ass cut moves in preseason? Why? Why are we make? Why are we going hard in preseason? Why is Quincy Williams knocking out Jalen Hurts on the sideline in preseason? Like I, I just don't get it. So, uh, Zach Wilson avoids a major injury. He only has a bone bruise and a torn meniscus. Um, he was supposed to have surgery Monday uh, in L.A. I don't know. Um, I haven't gotten an update yet on what the extent of that injury is. And all we know is that it's a torn meniscus and a bone bruise. We won't He's know. Missing, uh, two to four weeks, right? Well, they, 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 that's, like, that's like the timeline, but we don't know the actual recovery time until they actually open up his knee. So uh, we're still going to figure that out. Hopefully it's nothing crazy. Um, But uh, yeah, good news. But again, one of the things that I was so worried about with the Jets in the training camp and into the preseason is injuries because the Jets have had, they always have the injury bug early in the season or during training camp. And it's annoying. It's annoying. Like, I want to go into a full season with everyone. And it's not going to always be the case. You know, there's going to be injuries. Injuries happen. But the main players have to stay healthy or else nothing is going to grow with this franchise. So a bit frustrating, but good news that Zach Wilson probably avoided a serious injury. Whatever this recovery time actually is, he'll be ready to go and um as far as i'm concerned joe flacco's the guy until he comes back bill reg look at the bright look at the bright side though guys and i've been saying this in the chat 
Now Zach Wilson has plenty of time to spend with his mom's best friend. No, yeah, uh, funny. Wow. But, Very um, funny. No, but in all seriousness, come on. You know someone was going to make that joke. It had to be me. Um, uh, it's fine. Whatever. I, but, I appreciate it. But Zach Wilson. Okay, for those of you who don't know that story, go look it up. Um, Every, everyone knows that story. Okay. So anyway. Everybody knows this. Zach story. Wilson, though. But no, the Jets, are. They have, they have quarterbacks who are capable of holding down the fort. If Zach Wilson is out for an extended period of time, they got Flacco. They got White. So... Yeah. Again, I, my... I wouldn't be too worried, but you know, um, it's no offense, Reggie. First of all, Reggie, you know I love you, but it's the Jets. Well, yeah, I, I, I should say, do not worry because you know it's the Jets. But but, but but you know what? We have to start worrying because Zach Wilson's in year two, and the Jets are selling us big goods here. I want if the Jets are as good as they say they are, they have to have a winning season. There's no you know, improve by three wins to get to seven and 11 or whatever the case is. And that's it. Or, you know, uh, or seven and 10, whatever the heck it is, or the record. I I hate this new uh, uh, scheduling format and games, but like, you know, my point is that there, you can't have, you know, three wins more than he did last year and say, that's an improvement. I need to see the Jets have a winning season. And when they do that, then they'll show me that they're improving. And not only do they have to have a winning season, these games that they're going to play have to be good games. They cannot be blowouts. I, I don't want to he- see any of these blowouts here. Okay. It- it one or two games, fine. Most of your losses, blowouts, no. So I need improvement from this team and I want them to show it and can't show it if Zach Wilson's injured. So Joe Flacco's the guy. I expect a lot out of him because he's a veteran and he's a Super Bowl MVP. He better give me some good stuff here. The Giants still look pretty good. Yeah, flipping yeah the coin. they look decent. I'm actually Flip, very impressed. Flipping the coin to the other side of, you know, MetLife Stadium, the Giants. You know, hey, they beat the Pats again. Yay! But Celebrate yeah. good times. Come on. But yeah, it didn't count because it's only preseason. Unfortunately, it didn't count. I wish it did count so I could laugh at all my Patriot yeah, fan yeah, friends. But, but but again, like you you you're happy with what you're seeing. You now know? I like what I'm seeing. Like yeah. I thought Tyrod Taylor actually looked pretty good. Tyrod looked a lot better than Daniel Jones, in my opinion. But yeah, you you know what? I that's the truth. Even Darius Webb looked actually decent. Yeah, because you know Davis what? Webb. My 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 apologies, Davis Webb. Yeah, Davis Webb. Who should have gotten his start a couple of years ago, but that's beside the point because I don't want to reopen old wounds. Um, we don't talk about the past, Bill. Only if it means something. But anyway, you know, because in the words of Metallica, nothing else matters. Um, but no, I really liked Ty- Tyrod Taylor looked good. Antonio Williams looked good. And you know what? Like, I'm thinking, is this going to be Tyrod Taylor's basically audition for next year for because we all know right now what's it going to be like with Daniel because we don't know what's it going to be like with Daniel Jones they're not going to retain his fifth year option and I know you guys are sick and tired of me always talking about Daniel Jones but but he's still a quarterback so he's he's going to be here so you're going to have to talk about him yeah I'm going to have to talk about him because you know and I've been saying this is his prove it year this is his prove it year they're not going to retain his fifth year option unless he can show I deserve to be here. And you know what? I think the odds of that are very slim. 
but, but, but my my thing is, Bill, he's already proven enough. Does he deserve to be here? I'm asking. I know you're a Jet fan, but I'm going to get a non-biased. I'm going to ask both of you because I'm going to be getting an unbiased opinion here. Does Daniel Jones deserve to stay in New York? As a backup. Yes, okay. as, as, as a backup, because to me, if you look at the three quarterbacks, to me, if Tyrod impresses the most, you start with him week one. Oh, absolutely. I, I, it's, it's, it's not only, even a debate. You, you start... Week you start him week one. Unfortunately, you know Daniel Jones to me, he can be a starter, but he's not the starter fit for New York. It's the same thing with Sam Donald. Sam Donald didn't belong in with the Jets. He went somewhere else and he found a little more progress. It still, you know, didn't end well, in my opinion. But he got himself out of the New York crowd and you know tried to make himself better. To me, with Daniel, that's with a lot of things, though, Patch. It's like they, it's not like they're not, it's not like they're not good. They're just maybe New York is just not the best environment for them. It also depends who coaches you, I guess, too. Whether coach sport, whether you're with the Giants, the Jets, the Yankees, the Mets, the Knicks, the Nets, the Rangers, the Islanders, the Devils, they're New York area teams, so I'm throwing them in there. No matter what, no matter what sport you're in, the New York crowd. The New York media is threatening. Well, a lot of a lot of media outlets are. I'll get you one second, Dan. Are are very um, harsh on you. LA's are LA's up there. Chicago's up there. You can throw the sit the the entire state of Florida in there, depending how many fans show up. I'm gonna pull. <laughs> That's down. our Florida joke for the for the podcast, folks. Well, no, Dan, the, I'm sorry. One of the things that I feel bad about Daniel Jones, though, and I will give him this. The constant turnover from this franchise stinks. The fact that we keep having to change GMs, the fact that we have to keep changing coaches and go through different systems, like after a while, it gets kind of annoying. And that's not good for any developing player, let alone a first round draft pick. You're not so, wrong. You know, I, I do feel bad, but at the end of the day, you know, he was a top 10 pick. Like you, you expect him to show some type of maturity and development, and he just has not done that. Yeah, and and that—that's what thats why we raise questions as to why he should be the starter moving forward. And I don't think he should, Bill. When Joe Judge came to New York, and I remember our our good friend and co-host Mark Olavsky, Halpern said, you know, that when Joe Judge came, said he wasn't the right coach for the Daniel Jones era because Pat Shermer was that last remnant of the Eli Manning era. And then I don't think Judge was a good fit with Jones. Like, I, I was thinking, okay, maybe Judge could be Daniel Jones's coach. As we all know, that didn't happen. What's going to happen with Brian Dable? I don't know. But, you know, maybe he can mold him a little bit. But, again, I don't have a crystal ball. To me, I feel like Dable, if, if it's not the Giants here, which I'm not expecting it to be, I want Dable and Joe Shane to come together and be like, who is going to be our guy? You got some really good names going out here in the draft. Who's going to be our guy? Do we have to wait a little bit? Write it out with Daniel Jones maybe, or maybe re-sign Tyrod Taylor to another contract, make sure he stays a little bit until we can get the right quarterback in to the, the fold 
Like it, it, it's a process that you really have to evaluate, and it's not going to take a year or two, maybe two years. This could this could be a three year process, and you just have to be patient about it. You got to be patient. Patience is a virtue. I, I, I just want to say one more thing before we move on, um, because there is something else I want to say regarding the Giants. Have you ever noticed every time I go on the Giants, I go on a giant doctoral thesis about Daniel Jones? Um, but anyway, I will say this. The offense, I think Dable is starting to rub off on the offense a little bit because what was I saying when they were looking for new coaches? What was I saying, folks? We need an offensive guy. But you need the right offensive guy. And Dave yes, Ball, that is true. Because the Jet, we said the same thing about the Jets. Get an offensive guy. Get an offensive guy. And we end up hiring, hiring the wrong offensive guy. So <laughs> it's about hiring the right coach for the right and, situation. And the offense needs to click. Yeah. Ultimately, and look, I, I, I expect a lot of things. Not only do I expect things from the quarterback, I expect things from the running back, that big-time number two pick that we Everyone keeps touting Saquon Barkley, you know, lifelong New Yorker. Like, come on now. This is your town. I just hope he doesn't get injured this year. I, I hope so, too, for his sake, uh, for, you know, for his career and all that stuff. You, you wish that that wouldn't be the case. Yeah. All right. On a different note, uh, everybody's favorite quarterback, Deshaun Watson, uh, made his debut in Cleveland over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, only played a series, you know, one of five, seven yards. That's about it, Berman. Yeah, with the so, with the with the number one team. With the with the number one team, and That's you gross. know, yeah. Well, you know, preseason, you you, you don't want to waste your top quarterback who's going to miss six games anyway. But, 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 but we need to see a good series out of him. Yes, hopefully, game two brings that. But we're, <laughs> we're not here to talk his on-field performance. We're here to talk about. Well, we, we we should talk about his on-field performance eventually. Uh, eventually, <laughs> eventually we'll get to the on-field. But the major news with Mr. Watson is that the NFL and the NFL Players Association is looking to hand out a harsher punishment to him, even though it's six-game suspension. They're looking to hand out a harsh punishment. Harsher punishment can't put words together at this moment. And to me, you had the opportunity to do it. Mm-hmm. And you're fucking yourselves in doing that and hiring the private investigator, the private lawyer, all that hoopla. And they said six games is good enough. And now it feels like we need to correct that before we look like buffoons. When in fact, you look like buffoons already. Because it's like what I said in the beginning of all this. They hired her, and like, listen, I'm sure, again, I'm sure she's a very smart lady. And she was only going off of four testimonies, so I'll cut her a little bit of leniency. But here's the thing. They hired her. So Roger Goodell can say, well, I had nothing to do with the decision. That's why we hired the judge. So uh, my hands are clean. My hands are clean. So, uh. Not my decision. Whoops. He he did that so he doesn't have to face backlash. And we all know Roger Goodell's an idiot, but if we had to go into every single reason why, we'll be here all night. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We'll go with that for now. It it, it was an inside job from the beginning. That's just my opinion. And they're trying to 
fix it and it's not going to work. Maybe they'll add what? Two more games and then he's out eight games instead of six. Some some suspension that is. Well, it's cotton. Hope that pays off. So it's really not going to fix anything. Now, if they do come back and give him a full year, then I'll give them credit for that. But I don't expect that to happen. And you know that the union, no matter what, is going to be really upset with any decision that comes out. So uh, it, it's a yeah, because they're going to it's try a tough to, situation. Because then they're going to try to do another appeal or what was it, injunction or something? Yeah, they're going to yeah. try to do that. Whatever it takes to keep their guy on the field, for sure. And just if they do end up getting the one year, like, does anyone know when this decision is going to be announced? Soon. <laughs> He's I'm about to, yeah, before the season. It has to be before the season. It can't, can't be after. You know what's going to happen? The NFL Players Association is going to go nuts. Yeah, like they always do. And then we're going to be right back where we started. Just, I just wish this whole thing would just come to an end. Just give him his punishment. Just hope he stays off the field for, I'm hoping, a year. But, well, yeah. That's uh, most likely not going to happen because no, he no, is going to try to appeal it. They're, no, they're, they're going to find a way to make sure he, he plays this year. And, Honestly, if I'm Cleveland, if he gets a much longer suspension, I would just bench his ass. Send a message. I'm going to bench you. And, you know, do, do make it whatever excuse. Maybe you just get it ready for the next season. I don't want to injure you right now and stuff. Whatever it is. Send a message. Do the right thing. Do the right thing for humanity. Fix the problem. But before it becomes a bigger problem, as the old saying goes. Heading back to the diamond, we almost saw a little bit of history yesterday, you know, here on August 15th, Monday, uh, the Rays pitcher, Rassam, took a perfect game through eight and a third before losing it to a double. Mm. Honestly, good pitching Mm -hmm. performance, you know, seven Ks, be able to take, you know, perfect game into the ninth. And he was very humble about it. If you listen to his post-game interview, check it out to give a quick synopsis. He basically says, you know, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, I'm here just to pitch. I'm here to pitch to get the job done. I'm not worried about history or anything. He says, if, you know, if history happens, history happens. He's there to go yeah, but, in. But you could tell but when he lost a perfect game, though, like his body language said it all. He wanted it so bad. Yeah, well, hey, you know. Hey, come on now. You can't tell me, you know, you, you're, you're telling me you're pitching a good game. You're pitching a perfect game, and you mean tell me you lose it? It's like okay, no big deal. Just go back to pitch. No, that, that's ridiculous. Well, well, I I look at it from me as a bowler standpoint. You know, when you're going for the perfect game in bowling, you get you get the you get the front nine. You're like, all right, I need three to close it out. You need three outs to close out the perfect game. You know, you get the tenth. Okay, you know the eleventh happens. You get it, and then you know twelfth one. You leave a seven pin, and then for a lefty for me. I leave a seven pin or one pin up. I'm like, ah, shucks. I didn't do it this time. Thank God I've done it before. But, you know, there's always the uh, son of a bitch mother. And then other, other obscenities in, in Sir after right. that. And I, I, I wanted it again. Mm-hmm. But, you know. It's been hey. 10 years since we saw our perfect game. Yes. 
been that long. And I'll throw this question. Do you think we see a perfect game again soon? Perfect games are tougher nowadays just because of the way the pitchers are trained to pitch. You know, a lot of these pitchers, you know, their mindset is, okay, well, I'm going to be here as long as the pitch count says that I'm good to go. And, you know, again, that that's a mixture of analytics and, you know, it's a mind game pretty much. Like, well, well, it, it, it's, it's, it's really bad. I feel horrible. But um, do I think we're going to see a perfect game? I hope so. And it has to be for one of the dominant pitchers. It, it, you know, like, obviously anyone who pitches a perfect game is, it, it is amazing. But I need to see stars do. I want to see Verlander do. I want to see Garrett Cole do. I want uh, Kershaw. I want him to try it again. Max Scherzer, Max Scherzer should have it, but we don't go to that debate. <laughs> yeah. Scherzer, I agree with Reg. Yeah, Degrom. Like I want. I would want to see Degrom do a per- pitch a perfect game. I want game. the stars to do it. I don't. Not not that the the nobodies if they do it. it no, it's going to be great news. It'll get a lot of news. But if a star does it, people are like, oh yeah. I know that guy. He's one of the greatest pitchers in the game right now. He just pitched a perfect game. As I could way more attention. As we can see, Danny Boy Reginald has very high standards of who can and can't pitch. Well, I, I just care about a perfect game. He has very high standards. I just care. And, and again, don't disrespect to anyone who pitches in baseball. Like I think that that's a hard job to do. You know, I, I just think that for attention purposes, because everyone knows, come on, Patch, don't don't act like. This is bullshit. Anyone who knows baseball knows that's not the number one sport anymore. So when we have big attention that draws from the stars, that the stars are gained a lot of attention. That's how you know the game is like really picking up. So I agree. That, so that's where I stand. Uh, is it going to happen? Not anytime soon. I, I really think the whole analytics, the way the way the way the baseball is being played nowadays is not geared to the pitcher going complete game which sinks it really does stink we're more likely to see a no hitter again before we yeah no no hitter definitely we'll we'll see no hitters because because you know managers and pitching coaches are more conservative with their pitchers nowadays Mm -hmm. so that can be a thing so that could be a thing of why we won't we don't see much perfect games and real quick i'll make this really fast um when I went, I went to a Yankees game back in May. It was a doubleheader, and they were playing the White Sox. I forgot who was pitching, but he had a perfect game going through seven. I thought this was just a funny story. There were two people behind. There were a few people behind me saying, "I'm a Yankee fan, but if they don't score by the end of the seventh inning, I'm just going to root for the perfect game because I really want to see a perfect game in person." Yeah, I mean, uh, do you blame them? Well, I, I, as a Yankee well, fan, I don't want to see. My, I don't want to see well, a perfect oh, game pitch oh, against oh, my team. Of course not, but like, I but never. No, I, I would. I would give a slight golf I've, clap to the pitcher. Are, are you kidding? Are you kidding me? I would rather see the perfect game. Me too. That's a ticket stub you can save forever. Well, well, I'd save the ticket stub. Well, I would save the ticket stub. Well, It'd well, be a mix of emotions. Well, like, think, I, think about it this way, Bill. You root for the perfect game, and it doesn't happen. Whether it's a no hitter, whether it's a one hitter. What's the end result going to most likely be? You're still going to lose. Un- yes. unless, unless it's a very close game and it's one nothing, and, you know, the Yankees at the tying run and stuff, you know, then that's a different story. Hey, 
Hey, listen, Bill, many moons ago, my team gave up the elusive home run for Barry Bonds to break the home run record. So, you know what? I'm salty about it a little bit, but you know what? History happened there. And I remember watching the home run in my bedroom right here and running out to tell my parents that Barry Bonds broke the home run record. Uh, To me, I I feel like I would much rather see a perfect game than, you know, root for a team that's going to lose most Exactly. Yeah, because I think the, the Yankees ended up losing like five nothing. So yeah. So no, I, I can see what you guys are saying, but I don't want to see my team get no hit or perfect. No game, one does. But, but you guys make a great point. Like no, no one does. If they got perfect game, if the guy threw a perfect game against them, I could say I was there. I can say I was there. And probably talk about how embarrassing he is. By the way, speaking of embarrassing. The Yankees lost two or three in Boston. Ah, basically that entire weekend pitching stellar. Pitching, pitching was good. Pitching, pitching was, was fantastic. Good. But the hitting, especially on Friday and on Sunday, non-existent. Like the bats were dead. It eventually, we're, we're, we're basically, we're, and this is the, the theme of the Yankees this entire season. When it, when it comes to close games, they just cannot get the big hit. And we get out, we get out managed big time. Think about that. In, in that three game series, what the soccer scored five runs. Like, can you together? It, it's gross. It's, it's gross. Disgusting. So, and you know what? Reg, I know you said pitching was was stellar, but relief pitching. You know who I have a bone to pick with right now? Oh. Clay Holmes. Okay, and and look, to be fair to Clay Holmes, I don't think even he expected him to be the closer this season. I think he expected he to be sucks. somewhere somewhere in the bullpen. And look, I I think you're right. I think it's time to go back to Chapman. Either Chapman, go back to Chapman, or you know what? Maybe, maybe Peralta. No, Chapman, because Chapman's been very confident. He, I like Chapman, but if you see his Peralta, life, and you know who he, I was hoping they would move to closer? Who? I was hoping at one point they would move Michael King to closer, but of course, yeah. Okay, you know what? Maybe you, you and I have just been so spoiled because we had Mariana Rivera, the most of yeah. our fandom, yeah. so I think we're just very spoiled yeah. when it comes to that. Um, uh, so. I think Chapman should go back to the closing role. I think it's time. Not a terrible idea. Yeah, he's confident. And look, he's had great outings out of the pen. So I think it's time for him to go back into the closing role. Whatever funk he was in, hopefully he's out of it. uh, And see how it goes. And yeah, like I said, Chapman or Peralta or maybe King, those would be my three choices for pitcher but no i would willing i'd be willing to give my a draw a this chapman another shot as closer but do not give the ball to clay holmes like the guy sucks well, well do, give it to him but like in a less pressure situation it's a blowout i mean if, if you're up three or four runs you bring him in but if it's like a two-run ball game i wouldn't bring him in and you know what? Even Aaron Judge struggled. You know, five strikeouts, two base on balls, and he had one hit, which was a home run. Yeah, and it's you know what? And what Reg said, and you know, my dad said the same thing when he said with close games on Friday they scored their they scored their first two runs early, and then they don't score again. 
it's honestly embarrassing. And, and you know what? You know, people have told people have told me, "Hey, cheer up! You're still ten games up." We got three with Tampa this week. Yeah, and, then we got Toronto, who's if depending on how Toronto does, they could be right. They could be by the end of this weekend, not right on our tail, but they could be in distance. They could be in close distance of our tail, not right on it, but they could be. Well, and and of course the Yankees have benefited, benefited from the fact that this AL East, we're finding out very, in a hard way, really. That this AL East, the, the so-called powerful AL East, not as good as we thought it was. Because the Yankees have been on a massive tailspin since June. Because and nobody from the AL East has been able to catch up. They're still double digits <laughs> games behind the Yankees. Like, can you believe that? You want to know something in this? You know, there were people saying this when the Yankees were really tearing it up, when they were going, Boop! Teams of I'm like, shut up! For the love of Christ, shut up! And yeah. and you see what happens. It's like when we try to put a team like that on that pedestal, thinking they're going to be like the 1998 Yankees, but they're not. They're not. They're not. It's guys. It's not 1998 anymore. Hold up, set, Bill. I understand. Yeah, I understand your frustration. Thank you for understanding my frustration. Yeah, and, and look, I, I, I think the 1998 comparisons were premature. Yes, I do. Um, I don't I don't get that bias, especially with the, the players that we have. I don't get that vibe. Uh, but, I I I, but, but I understood it because the Yankees were beating up teams, but they were beating up bad teams. And be honest, like I've been telling you, this is the part of the schedule yeah. that I was worried about facing yeah. so you know what and, and we've so, been saying this the question isn't it I know Bill Bill I understand the frustration I get the frustration I really do um, now the Yankees again fortunately have still have a big lead in the east so they'll They'll get that done, and go and ahead. We've, and we've been saying this, Reg. We've been saying this. The question isn't if the Yankees are going to the playoffs. That's not the question. The question no. is when we get into the playoffs, mm-hmm. you know who I'm scared to face again. You know who I'm scared well, of. I'm scared to face anybody in the playoffs. I'm scared to because fa- I'm scared and, to face anybody. I don't care what the team looks like. And, you know, like a few months ago, okay, I wasn't on the 1998 bandwagon, but I was also on the, oh, I don't fear, as they say in the Marines, I don't fear man, beast, or God. But now I'm scared. And you know what? And, Red, you and I have had this these conversations, just you and I. What's going to be the thing at the end of the season? Brian Cashman. This is his last year in his contract so far. Right now, if you're the Steinburners, are you going to renew his contract? I still would. I think about it. Let's see how it plays out and then think about it. Let's see how it plays out and think about it. All right. Uh, Batch, go ahead. Yeah. You know, as much as I love to talk Yankees with you guys, I I feel, you know, if you guys want to talk more Yankees, go write a blog, in my opinion. 
Love you guys, but go write a blog vent your frustrations about that. We got a lot more to cover here in a little hey, bit. Hey, Reg, you want to you do a Yankee vlog, you and I, one of these days? Maybe at the end uh, of the season we'll uh, do one we'll, together? We'll, let's figure it out. I think, I think it'll be very good therapy for us. Uh, yes. Right. And maybe is, we'll get Mason in on this, too. <laughs> we'll call this, you know, the All-Star Game may be the Summer Classic in MLB, but we have the Summer Classic in the Little League. Little League World Series kicking off this Wednesday, August 17th. We talked about this a little bit on Friday's rendition of SIP. But, hey, it's finally here. Regional coverage is done. International regionals is done. We're here. The big shindig is kicking off Wednesday with four games slated for ESPN, ABC, ESPN2, all those fun stations. Yep. Guys, you know what? It's my – you know what? I love fall baseball. I love playoff hockey. I love the NBA sometimes, depending how good the Knicks are. But my favorite thing to watch really is Little League Baseball. It's so much fun to watch. And you know what? Honestly, we get a look into what possibly could be the future. You know, many former little, many former little leaguers became MLB players. Mm-hmm. The list goes on and on. I don't have a list offhand, but Go look right. that up if you want to learn more. With that. <laughs> That's uh, how I save my ass Google sometimes. But the only one I know, oh, only one I can on top of my head, Bryce Harper. Uh, I mean, there's a few of them. Todd Frazier was the Little League World Series participant when you used with Tom's River, New Jersey. Um, Mike Mussina. Cody Ballinger, I believe, was in the Little League World Series. Was Judge in there? Because I think I, uh, I don't, I don't know if Judge is there. I can can confirm or deny that. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, no. Look, the Little League World Series for sure is like an amazing event, and obviously, like Pat said, they've had many different types of major league ball players come through there. They got their big big start, so it's it's an incredible it's an incredible incredible tournament. Uh, I want to give a nice big shout out to Massapequa Coast Little League. Out in Long Island, New York, they won the Mid-Atlantic region, and they're heading uh, to Williamsport representing the Mid-Atlantic. We are so, so ecstatic for the New York team. To represent in the good old Empire State. So we're, we're very, very excited. Uh, I'll be rooting for Massapequa all the way. All the way. Let's go. And you also got Hagerstown, Indiana, Davenport, Iowa. Mm-hmm. Haldaysburg, Pennsylvania, Perlin, Texas, there, um, Knowlesville, Tennessee, Middleburg, Massachusetts, Honolulu, Hawaii. Our shout out to the 49th state all the way out there on the west. Mm. Aloha. And Booty Lake, Washington is all the names I can look at right now on the ESPN app. Good for them. And then, you know, international, you can always count on, you know, Australia and Canada to be there. I, oh, you always know that, uh, Chinese Taipei is there and Japan is there. Puerto Rico, Mexico, Italy, Nicaragua. So gonna be a fun time over the next two weeks. I, I, can't, wait. Long. I can't wait. I, I it, it it's it's a really fun event, the Little League World Series for sure. Can't wait to watch it. Can't wait to watch Little League Baseball. And to end the show, oh, it's, it's gonna be a blast. And to end the show, they barely got in, they snuck in. New York Liberty have made the w- WNBA playoffs. Come on, ladies. Try to bring a championship back to MSG. Let's go. And the Knicks can't do it. 
because I, I would love for Sabrina Ionescu to go off and be the leading scorer of that Liberty team throughout the playoff run. Because she's a star. She's gonna be incredible. Yeah. The Liberty they made it to the playoffs, right? Sorry, I got thrown off for a second. It's fine, Bill. It's fine. Um, Hashtag but- internet problems. <laughs> so go Liberty. We're very excited for you. Go Liberty. Yeah. Shout out to Sue Bird on retirement once that concludes. Yes, yeah. How and about end of that? an era happening in the WNBA. Yeah, one of the WNBA's greatest stars for sure. Um, congratulations on full time all star. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's phenomenal, phenomenal stuff. Yes. And with that, the top of the eighth has concluded here on SIP on SIN. Danny Boy, where can they find out more and so where to you, follow us? So as always, you can uh find us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh on Twitter, we're at SIN Sports Insane. That's the podcast Twitter. The network Twitter is at S Insanity Real. Find us at S Sandy Real as well on Facebook. And then, of course, you know, just go on there and we post every day pretty much. Um, so just uh, keep a lookout for anything on our socials. But then you can also go to our website. Yes, go to our website, www.thesportsinsanitynetwork.com to read blogs, learn more about us, history of the show, history of the network learn more about us the rest of the blitzers because they're coming back because hey blogs are coming back in full force with lots of football coverage because hey the nfl is upon us regular season is it's already started because of preseason but yeah and there's and, a lot and, of that yeah vlogs too about football old yeah. last guy's starting it up a little bit Vlog is bill's, starting gonna, bill's gonna do some as well so come back so we're we're very very thrilled about this football season bringing a lot more content Yes. And in the famous words of the pun master, Mike Rifkin, namaste. Namaste. Say goodnight to your your mom because your mama loves you, but also say goodnight to your papa because your papa loves you too. And Dan, what is it? Peace, love, and fried chicken. Stay safe and take care.